0: Welcome to the Gal's Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well that's up to each gal. All we know is that
1: fasten your seat belts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
0: Welcome back. I'm Leah, and I am joined by Bonnie and Katie and Eden, and we are talking about our one cool Olympic gal. So Bonnie already talked about Trudy Edley. That's what I wrote down. We're just going to go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Eden talked about, uh, oh no, Surly. Just had it. I did have it, and then Bonnie lost her microphone. Yep. attacking
2: me. Surya. Surya.
0: Surya. Thank you. Surya Bonali. Yes, there we go. Magical. And then Katie talked about Lottie Doc because that's really what I wrote down and that's what I determined myself to, to say. But before we dive back in and as Bonnie fixed her microphone, let's get to know something random about our Gale pals. So I want to get all intellectual with the Olympics and ask, what is more important to you? Being recognized for doing something well or the feeling you get when you have done your best? Done, done, done. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, while they're thinking. Well, they are deer in headlights. <laughs> I know. And I already had an answer. So I'm thinking if it's between being recognized for something great versus. Right. Just doing well. Doing well. Versus doing your absolute best. Yes. I would rather um, it be. Because. Me doing my absolute best. Gotcha. I would rather have the feeling of doing my best because. Having it all out there. Right. Because if. If I were getting recognition for something that wasn't my Mm. best. Right. I would feel some kind of way. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'd appreciate the recognition. It wouldn't mean as much to you. But part of one hand. I would be thinking, well, that's really great. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not the thing I'm the greatest at, but you're recognizing that I did something well. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, I'm thinking, if I didn't give my all, Mm -hmm. then I would be like, did I really earn the recognition? Right. So, yeah. intellectual question. (laughs) Yes, so yes. I think I would rather just have the feeling of knowing I did a great job. Yeah.
1: You don't want to be up there making the Michaela Mo- Maloney face, the 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 pouty like because she was mad at herself because she got second. Like she was like she she messed something up and she was so mad at herself.
2: She was like I could do better. Yeah, that that would be me. <laughs> that would be me.
0: The personal beat up, not yes. not hating on anybody else on the podium.
2: Right. I am I'm, I'm probably ten million times harder on myself right. than anybody else ever really. Could I be. mean,
0: pro tip, aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. See,
1: oh, it's on a commercial oh there's now. a party first. Oh. It's on a commercial right now, and I love it. Oh, oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> In the frisbee <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: oh, Bonnie, what would be yours? What would be your answer?
1: I, don't know. I feel like I'm always doing my best.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's fair.
1: I don't know. But you you got to be recognized sometimes. Yes, exactly. You know, like you don't want to be the, like the mom who's always been super awesome for everybody and you never get recognized for it.
2: Very true. Right. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They take, take you for granted. Yeah. 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 I dig exactly. that. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
3: I understand that, Bonnie, because mm. I feel like they're very super connected for me. And um, I'll just go ahead and admit my my faults out here in podcast world. Do it. But I feel like it is important to me to do my best. Like I really mm-hmm. do beat myself up a lot, like Eden was saying, yeah. and get really frustrated when I don't do my best. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not getting some kind of feedback that I'm doing well, it also makes my mm-hmm. desire to do something, especially like work related. Yeah. I mean, I don't need praise constantly, but I need it like, hey, you're on the right track. You're doing good. You're doing you know, that. But when it, that
0: it's going to be worth it.
3: Yeah. yeah. So mm. like, when I'm not receiving those kind of inputs, sometimes I'm like getting different too to how well I do something. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. It's done. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> totally. I, I've fair. had to cope a lot with like you know how much I desire feedback and praise.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a personal weakness.
2: Exactly. But you, I you need know, to be what? worship
0: I, identifying right. it, yeah. and then being worshiped for it. Right. Yes. <laughs> Um, I know for me, a lot of it is because um, I would think of it when because I've, I've won a few podcast awards <laughs> and I've won a few filmmaking awards, but it's the ones that I worked the hardest on that I didn't get rewarded for. Mm. And I felt like the ones I got awarded for were the ones that I kind of did for fun. You know what I mean? Mm. Or half assed. And I felt like, well, that's not fair because I want to give it all and I Mm -hmm. want to be appreciated when Mm -hmm. I give it all. But it's like, well, that's just not the way the world works. So sometimes Mm -hmm. when you let go of something and just kind of relax with something, it's more enjoyable for people who give awards. Plus, the other thing is that it's all freaking subjective. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Especially in the stuff that I was getting awards for. So it's like, dude, they don't know the behind the scenes stuff. They don't know how hard it was to get Mm -hmm. that shot or to get that movie made. Um so for me it's uh before I even you know make the film or write the thing or you know publish the podcast is this the best that I can do right now at this moment mm-hmm. and then that way for me it's like whatever happens happens I right. don't even care because I know that I did my best in this moment and say lovey so otherwise I will hear an episode back like on the pocket be like damn it I could have edited that better <laughs> I could have made sure Katie's microphone was on the entire yeah. time. Like it's it's those things that I beat yeah. myself up for where it's like, okay, that wasn't my best. I wasn't fully paying attention, but next time I'll get it. So next time I'll get it. <laughs> so thanks for all of the being time has come. Intellectual <laughs> with me. I know exactly. All right. So my one cool thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna cover. The first time women were allowed in the Olympic Games. <laughs> no. It is one of my favorite subjects to talk about because to me it's fucking hysterical. So uh, there was the Games of Hera or the Haraean Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna go back in the TARDIS to about nice. 776 BC. Ooh, I like it. I mm. know. So we're going to the waybacks machine, right? So I got to give you a little refresher on kind of the Olympics and where they were at at 1770 or 1776. <laughs> you put a one in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> whole different thing. So a little refresher on the Olympics at that time, because there's the ancient Olympics and then there's the modern Olympics. Right. So, so far, we've been talking about the modern Olympics. Correct. Um, so the ancient Olympics started as a pagan festival for Zeus, um, who, if we remember from Bonnie's college thesis statement, uh, he's the guy that turned himself into a very handsome swan mm-hmm. and the queen of Sparta had sex with him. We don't know why the shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus You're was suffering. weird, man. And as Bonnie said, I don't care how handsome that swan nope. was. No. <laughs> no. Play. But the Olympics oh are to celebrate the swan bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or at least that's what the mythic writers, you know, of course, say. And yeah. And the, the painters paint. Uh, but also the goddess Demeter... Uh, who is actually acknowledged in the early ancient games. Uh, She was the god of the harvest. She also gave birth to a flying and talking horse. Why are these people so weird, Bonnie? They are so fucking weird. So anyway. They have to
1: explain everything. (laughs) And they're like,
0: you know what? None of it makes sense. None of it. All right. So we're celebrating a freaking swan that has sex with humans and a flying... And talking course. So anyway, uh, the games were said to last about five days, and they lasted every four years. The term Olympiad means four-year cycle, by the way. Uh, many cows and pigs were sacrificed to these two freaky people. Uh, and then they were given then to the winder so they didn't go, you know, to waste and everything. You know what's
1: funny about that? Oh,
0: God, what? <laughs> the gods
1: don't, like, eat food. Right. They only eat, like, nectar stuff. Right. But so, they still
0: kill animals in their yeah. name. Brilliant. Whatever. Uh, The winners (laughs) also got a wreaths made of the olive trees that were nearby. That's why you see the laurels of the olive leaves. Uh, The games were open to all free Greek males as long as they were. Oh, it also included soldiers, farmhands, and chariot owners. Mm. Remember chariot Mm -hmm. owners. We're going to circle back to that in a minute. Uh (laughs) And it'll be great. So those free Greek males did compete in the nude. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, And if you're thinking, well, that's not too bad, right? That's Zeus approved. That's Zeus approved nakedness. They uh, were also uh, covered in oil, Mm -hmm. especially when they wrestled. Mm-hmm. And they were told to avoid attacking the genitals when they wrestled covered in oil.
1: <laughs> you know, sometimes That's it fair. just slips. Why
0: are they so weird, Bonnie? <laughs> oh,
1: they would, really, like, clean themselves by, like, just scraping all that off after where they were done. Yes, Probably and then making a,
0: making some pizza afterward. Mm-hmm. oh my god. Mm-mm. But, uh, now ladies, and of course also our male queen listeners as well, I know this sounds like a lot of fun to watch some naked, oiled up men wrestling and not attacking genitals, but we're not even sure if the ladies were even allowed to watch mm-hmm. this spectacle uh, because women didn't have a lot of rights in Greece at the time. They were too busy apparently having sex with animals.
2: I don't know. I'm not <laughs> even sure. They're just so weird. No, wait a minute. They're yes. too busy having sex with gods who Correct. are disguised as animals. Or they're hoping it's a god. And yeah. I don't
0: I don't even know because they're not allowed to leave or t- use their eyes. I don't know. It's it so wasn't weird. the neighbor. It was Zeus. <laughs> Definitely Zeus. I know it looked like Frank, but it was totally Zeus. (laughs) It was was (laughs) Zeus in a Frank suit. You prove it. Did you see (laughs) Zeus here at the same time? No, you can't say it wasn't, honey. (gasps) Uh, Okay, so maybe unmarried women were allowed to watch the oil-drenched wrestlers. We don't know. Mm -hmm. There's actually a professor at the Ancient Greek History in Dartmouth, uh, Paul Christensen, Quote said, "No one really knows the answer to that one." Meaning, were unmarried women allowed to watch the the naked men? Um, so let's get into the games of Hera, because even though talking about old up, you know, naked men is is hella fun, uh, <laughs> this is where the lady action is at, y'all. All right. So uh, the girls' games started very soon after the naked oil party <laughs> with the guys, right? So the Horayan games were a foot race, and they were for unmarried girls, probably to find a suitor, because everything was about that. Yeah. We know about these games because oh, I can't say his name, Bonnie. Can you Uh-oh. Greek that up for me? Oh, goodness. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. I know. All right. Region. Give it to Eden. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want to say something, but I'm really scared that it's going to come out as Pussanaeus. <laughs> now that's what I'm going to say. Doesn't no. it look like it's Pussanaeus? Yeah. <laughs> Show it to Eden. Husseinus? Um,
2: Pussanaeus? Yeah, no, that's a know. way to French it up. That sounds creaky. Where are you? Oh, no. So no? Yeah, I would okay. sit here and yeah. I would say... Yeah.
0: Postanias.: <laughs> Yes, Postanias, it is.
2: Or Pausanias. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Yep, Nope, I make it dirty. instantly. <laughs> but yeah. the reason why we know about the Heron games is because he wrote a book about them. So okay. yay. He said the games were every four years, and it took place on a second track inside the Olympic stadium, and it was said to be five-sixth the length of the male track. Whatever. So his story 5 five- sixth. I know. That seems specifically, doesn't it? Yes, it very, does. Very, weird. It is very weird. But uh historians <laughs> guess that the ladies probably had like different racetracks that they raced on and they probably weren't longer than three miles. So less than a three mile track, whatever okay. that was. So uh Puss and Ass, sorry. Posanias. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that one too. Uh no, he said that the the gals' hair uh was freely down their backs. Mm-hmm. And they had a tunic that went to the knee, so you know, very ladylike, going to the knee. And of course, they had the right breast hanging out. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Just you know, why the com- right one? Now, what it is said to be, according to health and fitness history, is quote: these tunics were the typical garb for men performing physical labor. So, mm. as such, these women were competing in the Haran Games. In essence, were dressed like hardworking men. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Right. So it was drag. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> is basically what they're trying to say it was. Yes. So, yes. So now remember that chariot owners mm-hmm. thing that I said it was important and was going to come back? Okay. So that is what's called a loophole. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, rich daughters of kings use that to compete in the male Olympic Games because they own chariots. Uh, so, they competed with men. With their chariots. It started with Kroninsky. She was the daughter of the Spartan king and owned chariots. So she entered the 396 BC games as the first woman in the games. She won four times. Hmm. And then she told all her girlfriends about it. And the other ladies won 12 more times.
2: Oh, my God. So chariot
0: owners is the only way the ladies could play the male Olympic, you know, oil grease and wrestling games.
2: <laughs> so, okay, so were the yeah. women's games the same sports as the men's games? No,
0: they were just running with a boob out. Okay, yeah, they just they just got to run real fast. You know, okay. running. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And
2: whoever's boob
0: hit them in the face. <laughs> I believe they lost in more ways than one. Probably. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so the Horean games and the Olympics as the ancient Olympics, most likely continued every four years for about a thousand years. So it was around Mm. for a good long time. Uh, Of course, not much is written about the women's games. Surprise, Mm. surprise. Shocker. Uh, Sexism. But eventually, (laughs) uh, everyone's Olympic dreams would die because Roman Emperor Theodosius got all born again and decided to cancel every pagan religious Mm. festival, including the Olympics and the Game of Hera. Uh, So they both died in 393 AD. Uh, So it would be a 1500 year break between the ancient games and the modern games uh, coming back in 1896. There was no nude competitions. I don't get it. They missed an opportunity. (laughs) There was no oiled up wrestlers and there was no women running with a boob hanging out. So oh, those
1: those modern wrestling uniforms, I mean, they might as well be not wearing anything. Right. True.
0: Exactly. Yes. This is very true. Oh,
1: and the one time a couple years ago, I think maybe the Australian Olympics, like the way that they had the, the little... Bars at the bottom for the men swimming. Yes. yes. Looks like they're wearing nothing at all because they just got their speedos. It just looks like they're (laughs) censored.
0: Wow. Yeah. So it was almost back to the good old times. Exactly. But to kind of like, uh, to button it up, I guess I will, from the the, uh, modern games or from the ancient games to the modern games. Uh, it wasn't until 1900 that women could even compete at all, which Bonnie lightly touched on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1900, there was five sports that women were allowed to participate in. Uh, croquet, golf, tennis, sailing, and equestrian. Oh, not even um, archery? Not even Ooh, archery. Not yet. Wow. Yeah. So um, I don't even think uh, any of them were even that flying ton talking <clears throat> kind of horse equestrian thing, but I have more research than I need to do to find out if that talking oh, flying horse comes into play mm. uh in those 1900 paris games there was 975 men and 22 women yay but it was That's also scary. it was also weird though because they didn't even know they were competing in the olympics what? So, what? right so here's the thing so the 1900 olympics took place during the world's fair and the world's fair last months like this mm-hmm. was five months long that it was going on so the athletes were like hey would you well not athletes so the participants were asked, hey, do you want to play this round of golf for a challenge? And they said, sure. So Margaret Ives Abbott, who was an art student from Chicago, played golf, won, and was the first American woman Olympic champion of the modern games and died not even knowing she won.
1: No way. What? She didn't know
0: she won? She didn't know she won. She didn't know it was the Olympics. She didn't know it was a medal oh my because gosh. it was weird. She was just on vacation and decided, yeah, sure, I'll play.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh.
0: Right? Wow. So when it comes to the first ever woman to win uh, in the modern games uh, with a medal, who was actually kind of aware of it, is Helen de Portales. She won on the sailing team. Mm. And the first solo female not on a team was Charlotte Cooper in tennis. So in 1904, which would be the next Olympic Games, it was in St. Louis, also during the World's Fair, but they were at least a little bit more aware that it was the Olympics now. Archery opened up, is where okay. archery opened up. London in 1908, it lasted six months long, but it was not during a World's Fair. They made a stadium specifically for the Olympics, and they opened uh, skating to women was the right. first time that skating was allowed. Uh, then there was World War One and World War Two, and then the world started kind of opening up more to women in Olympics. Uh, that's why there's still, like, so many records. Because if you think, like, 19, I'm trying to remember the years, but after World War Two, I mean, it's not that long ago. Especially as far as we're adding new sports. Right. Like, we're adding surfing this year. So there's yeah. still a lot of awards and like every year a woman makes a new award, you know, a new first, right. a new, mm-hmm. um, a new way forward. So I think it's great. I'm looking forward to new records. I'm glad the ladies don't have to have a cheeky one hanging out anymore. Although sometimes it's fun. Also, what was the soccer team when Mia Ham? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Almost a callback. Almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, so that is the Horayan Games going in the way backs to the Olympic fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so a little <laughs> bit of Olympic trivia. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think it was the nineteen thirty two Olympics. Okay, gotcha. Which I don't remember where it was. Right. Um so that would have been before the Berlin I one. I was gonna say, was it the Berlin one or the one right before it? Okay, yes. Um so you know how they you know, somebody wins and mm-hmm. whoever gets the gold medal they play the national anthem yes Mm -hmm. the United States did not have a national anthem Mm. until like 1931 or whatever because they knew that they needed something Mm. um, standardized to play yeah At the Olympics, anytime someone from the United States won. So up until then, they would just pick a song. Like, sometimes it was God Bless America. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it was America the Beautiful. Star Spangled Mm -hmm. Banner. You know, and then how, how or why they settled on the star spangled banner right. i'm not entirely sure of yeah. but it was it was that first olympics in the 1930s hmm. of where they picked that, and held and, that one. and that's when See. the star spangled banner became officially the the ah. anthem
0: well because God Save America is pretty much God Save the Queen. And mm. so the British
2: anthem every oh, time true, true, true. every
0: time that plays, I'm like,
2: God bless America. True. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. This is the British. Anthem. Right. But I'm not <laughs> yes. sure when the I'm not sure when the UK picked right. their national anthem. Right, exactly. And yeah. was that and the reasoning yes. between Exactly. Yes, because
0: they kind of, also the Russian national anthem sounds a lot. Yes. <laughs> in part, sounds a lot like both of those songs too. True. so a, true, true, true. a lot of them yeah.
1: kind of mushed
2: together. Especially, you can't hear the lyrics. Yeah. Right, you're just so hearing the, the, yeah. the instrumental.
0: Yes. But and then yeah. judging them accordingly to their mm-hmm. musical styling, of which, there's many countries I like their song better than mm-hmm. ours sometimes. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. And it's quite fun. <laughs> So yes, do you have any questions? As I have totally gone into a TARDIS and visited and know all about 776 So what year BC. did they start
2: the Olympics, the
0: the Seven, modern? Uh, the modern Olympics was 1900. Oh, sorry, 18. Women joined in 1900. They started in 1896,
2: the modern games. Oh, so That's they just scary. had one Olympics and then they added Then they women. added women, five sports in. Interesting. Yeah. Just five.
0: Okay. <laughs> and well, they, I wonder and how they didn't many... know they were winning. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's fine. <laughs> We're gonna let them in. They're just not gonna let them know that they're playing. Right. Okay. <laughs> All righty. What else? I'm assuming it's as awesomely organized then as it is <laughs> today.
2: <sighs> That's crazy. Yes. I wonder when they separated it from the World's Fair. Um, probably when money got involved.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, when there was money to be had to be won and all that kind of good stuff, that is probably when they separated it. Um, you could probably think of those first, uh, World's Fair times as a test run probably because this is a big thing to put on to try yeah. to get you know what i mean all the countries to come and participate right and stuff like that like
2: and the world fair yeah. makes sense because the whole world is getting together in one the location. idea
0: mm-hmm. is already to be international yeah. and have the different pavilions and having you know congregates from each country exactly come to the world's fair at some point so so the idea was already kind of there
2: now so. i do know another piece of why i know this i have no idea right. olympic trivia <laughs> um so the rings of uh-huh. the olympia yes you know they they represent different parts of the world right yes yes um if if there is a sport that does not have at least one player okay from from one of the areas oh. you know of, of ring, the rings yes then then that country or that area has to send somebody. Oh. So going back to my comment about um, a while back about rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, several uh, Olympics ago, mm-hmm. r- the North America did not have some an athlete to send to complete
0: oh.
2: for the North American ring right, yeah. in that particular Olympics. Oh. So what they did was they just... The Olympic Committee or whatever, right? Just right. Said, just send someone, right? Yeah. So they took the reigning world champion from that from you know North America, right? Yeah. Which basically, would be like Mexico, United States, mm-hmm. Canada, right? Yeah. And so she just got to go because Sweet. somebody had nice. to, right? Why so she not? She didn't even have to like <laughs> pass anything, right? Or didn't have place. to do a trial, right? Yeah. Nothing. They nice. just sent her. <laughs> nice.
0: It's a good good problem to have totally <laughs> <laughs> see oh fantastic well are you ready for me to wrap it up yeah Katie, katie's oh, yawning she's tired she's sorry, had guys. a day guys <laughs> she's tired it's totally fine i'm gonna find my paper
1: <laughs> i feel like we need to make a public service announcement about don't go running without the proper sports bra oh yes
0: no this is very true we, you we can break it. a clavicle yeah oh or hurt your face, mm. I, I would break a nose. <laughs> mm. Just say it again. Mm. <laughs> but yes no you're right Uh, Gals Guide Library does not condone (laughs) running with the boob out especially (laughs) in the later years when it could become a lethal weapon Mm -hmm. it's not about the nudity people it's about the danger to yourself okay and the back problems that will certainly follow oh my gosh ow (laughs) so on that health and safety note thank (laughs) you buddy (laughs) (laughs) that wraps it up for this month's research into Olympic Gals join us next Monday as we learn about shutter speeds and bounce flash, because it's photography month. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Galsguide patron today. Thanks for listening.